Hello and you're very welcome to Mind Your Own Business, the new podcast from the Meath Chronicle looking at all things business and enterprise in County Meath. Each week we'll speak to a guest from big business, SMEs and local entrepreneurs making a name for themselves in the Royal County and beyond. My name is Gavin Becton, editor of the Meath Chronicle and you can get in touch with the show at news at meathchronicle.ie. We'd love to hear from you. So my guest this week, and in fact our very first Mind Your Own Business podcast, is Paul Carroll, one half of Funky Fashion Follicks. Mike McCarthy wasn't able to join us today, sadly. It's fair to say, Paul, the last 18 months have been as memorable as your business name. Quite a whirlwind, uh, Gavin. Can I just say thanks a million for having us in? Um, as I say, um, myself and Mike, my partner, we set up Funky Fashion Follicks 18 months ago, and it has been a whirlwind. Yes, you're right. Um, and in light of recent events, winning the Mead Style Awards has been a huge, huge uh, thing for us. It's been wonderful f- uh, promotion. Um, yes, it has been a complete whirlwind. We started this out of nothing, out of a genuine love of fashion and uh, different things that we were involved with. Um, started basically a Facebook page and it just grew legs. Now it did take work. Um, we both had huge input in it, you know, as I say, uh, both very interested in different things to do with fashion and Irish fashion, Irish boutiques. And um, yeah, it just went from strength to strength. Yeah. Mm. And you won the Maid Style Awards, but it has been a culmination of 18 months of, of just uh, incredible growth in terms of the Facebook page. I mean, it I think has. When we, when we first uh, spoke back with you in March 2017, That's right. I think you had 8,000 followers. That's right. What's that at now? That's now uh, 33, heading for 34,000 uh, followers. And uh, yes, it has just grown immensely. Um, that is due to, as I say, hard work on our page. We keep our page updated. Um, huge support, Gavin, from Irish boutiques both Meath based and all over Ireland have been very supportive in terms of giving us giveaways which um, you know we do like a like and share where people like our page like the boutique or the designer um, to follow on to a competition win a prize and that is has been a huge part of uh, gaining our following increasing our following and as I say hard work and attending a lot of events which mm. is very enjoyable yeah it is hard work and it's it's Trying to find, I suppose, that the business model in that from what 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 is essentially maybe a hobby or something that you're passionate about. How has that how has that worked from from starting it off as 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 a as a blog that you were interested in to trying to turn it into a business model? Yes. Um. Well, I I suppose as you say, yes, it started off from nothing. Um. And we were very grateful to the people who supported us from day one. Um. Yourselves, local radio station LMFM, give us great promotion. And then going forward, where you know we would have attended a lot of racing events. Um. We would have um been judged as best dressed man on separate occasions and for the first time in the history of the Irish state we won as a couple at the races last year which was a huge thing it gained us some national exposure um, and you know then we were being asked to um, judge at more events and come on board at more fashion events and then you know that's where you turn it into a slight business because you have to take into account that I would have to take time out of my full time business whereas I have a hair salon in Slane and um, I would have to take time out of that Mike is a social care worker in Dublin and he would have had to take time out so to do some of these events you have to juggle it Mm. you do what you can do but you know you have to make it worth your while 
Absolutely. And yeah. so tell me, tell me about Bellews Town. As you, you, you were yes. alluding to there, it was yes. Bellews Town. It was were... Bellews Town races, Gavin. Uh, we went along with friends um, on separate occasions. We had, we would love dressing up, going to the races with friends, and promoting Irish fashion mainly. And um, these ladies' days are a great, great showcase for that. Um, we would have gone along ourselves, and on separate occasions, had been picked as best dressed man. Um, we both went to Bellews Town races last July. Um, with friends just for an evening out and uh, we were more than surprised to be announced as the winners of Best Dressed Couple um, for the first time ever uh, in the history of the state. It kind of took us back a little bit because we were kind of saying, you know, God, we, Ireland has come a long way to pick two men as Best Dressed mm-hmm. Couple on a race field. Um, that night was quite uh, something in terms of being congratulated by, as we said, middle-aged men and women who were saying, well done, lads, this is great to see. And we thought, my goodness, this is incredible. Um, It was wonderful for us. It gave us great exposure. Uh, We were invited onto national radio. Uh, We got national uh, press exposure. Um, There was then a little backlash. Uh, There were some negative uh, comments um, featured on one of the national newspapers, just on their online and um, that was picked up by the national press and ended us up on RT speaking about that, mm. about how we dealt with that. And how we dealt with that was actually Mike was more because Mike had suffered a lot of bullying as a young man um, living in rural Ireland. And he just said to me, I'm actually not going to put up with this. I'm putting, well, not pen to paper, but I'm going to po- post on our blog, which he did. And I got an immense reaction. And uh, as I say, um, out of that then we were contacted by a journalist and we made the national press again uh, as to how we dealt with that and we ended up on RTE and that gave us great exposure so I suppose turning negative into positive um, we gained many thousands of new followers very supportive people and we just focused on the on the positive rather than the negative mm-hmm. yeah very good and, and the, the, the the reaction in your in County Meath to you has been has been phenomenal absolutely as I say we've gotten huge support from so many boutiques so many businesses um, you know day spas a lot of them as we said was wonderful to be in Kells five weeks ago and see them all showcase on the night and come out winners you know there's some wonderful talent and yeah the support has been quite you know it's taken us back at times yes so let me take you back a little bit just yes to the 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 start of funky fashion folks. You're working in yes. your hair salon in Slane. Mike yes. was working in Dublin. How did you two come together? How did uh, um, how did it all start? Well, Mike and I are together for five years now. <clears throat> um, I suppose coming from very different different working backgrounds. Um, as we got to know each other, I always I've worked in hairdressing for over thirty years. Um, I worked with Peter Mark for many years before I opened my salon in Slane twenty years ago. Um, I would have always been involved in fashion show work. Years ago, my highlight was the Meath Chronicle fashion show many, many years ago. Doing the hair for that with the team from Dublin was a big thing for me. So I always loved that. Would have graduated and done a lot of that kind of work then. And then myself and Mike, you know, I would have uh, been judging uh, national heats up for Miss Ireland. Um, we would have been invited to different things. And we just kind of realised that we both had this same passion for fashion, I would call it. Mm. Um, as I say, very different backgrounds. Um And we just kind of swung ideas off each other and so many people had said to us, guys, you should start doing a a blog or some sort of lifestyle thing because you attend the events and you have the knowledge, obviously. Um, 
I had done a course then a couple of years ago in image consultancy and fashion styling, separate to my hairdressing, which um, I got very involved in. And then as it turned out, Mike did the course and more and more people said, lads, where is this blog? We're just waiting for this blog. It's, it's a natural progression. And I suppose, Gavin, we were going to so many events. We just said, will we? And we were invited, lovely, very nice invitation. We got to the final of Miss Ireland 2016, uh, which was in the latter end of 2016. And we were advised, somebody just said, lads, if you were to do it, this would be a great launching pad. You're going to have the photographs. You're going to have all the things that are going to attract attention at an event like this. We set up the page that night, Gavin, and we said, right, we'll run with this. And in a month's time, if we have no followers or 50 followers, it's easy to press the delete. And over that weekend alone, we gathered over 2,000 followers. And just then, when, you know, even local boutiques saw that we had that following, boutiques started to contact us, said, lads, how does it work? And we didn't charge to feature on our page. Um, we still don't charge to feature on our page. Um, and it just went from there. We would promote boutiques. They would get back to us and say, the reaction to that post you did for me has been phenomenal. What can I do in return for you guys? Really want to do something. And we said, well, if you're interested in maybe doing it, running a giveaway in conjunction with us, it'll work for us, it'll work for you. And happy days. Mm -hmm. And that's how it just progressed and progressed. Yes. And, and as as you've progressed and progressed, you get bigger and bigger, the pressures on your time and, and, and all entrepreneurs and, and small medium enterprise will understand this then if you've got the day job, yes. but you've got the dream job in the background yes. that's becoming a hobby, that's becoming uh, something that's scalable. Yes. How does that start to, to, to tug away there in terms of the, right. the, the, the time and, and, and the balance? Yes. It's about the balance, um, Gavin. Yes, what we do is like, to be very honest now, we could be at events or doing things five nights a week or days a week. There are people, if they're just familiar with our blog, not realising we have a different life as in our work life, um, they think this is what we do full time. Um, we could be in Galway any Tuesday morning at 11 o'clock launching or comparing a fashion show. We could be in Cork, we could be wherever. So, you know, we would explain to people that this is a sideline to us we more or less do events in the evenings weekends Sundays things like that or if there's time that we can sway I can do a couple of hours out of the salon Mike can take a, a couple of hours out of his job we will do the event yes but we're overwhelmed at the demand for us to do events has sure. become you know huge is 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 the uh, is the day going to come where you may take the, the leap full time or um, I suppose you never say never um, for now, I'm very happy with my business. My salon, luckily, is I've kept it small. Um, it's working very well. I'm very, very busy. I enjoy still today the hairdressing the same as I did over 30 years ago when I started. I still have that passion. This has come along. I'm loving at the moment how we're able to balance it. Um, it's really working well for us both. Um, I suppose going forward, nobody knows what's going to happen. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. The, the whole issue of... Uh social influencing and, and yes. bloggers and vloggers and, yes. and social influencers mm -hmm. what's that do you have an opinion on that in terms of some some people believe that you know uh, a lot of it is people looking for free stuff what, what, what's your own take on it my take on it is that um our page is very real um our posts are very real we're not very big into promoting ourselves as such mm. uh, we're not out there looking for the freebie Definitely not. We're out there to promote people who have been very good to us, but it's coming back to us in another way now. We're not looking for, as I say, self-promotion. Um, we're not looking for people to contact us and say, will you do this for us and we'll give you whatever 
cosmetic creams or stuff to make you look younger or slimmer or whatever. It's not our thing. There are a lot of people out there, I understand, who are kind of, would I say, um, they're kind of casting a very negative feel about the whole thing because of, I suppose, some people use it as their own threshold mm. for their own, mm. let's call it self-promotion or, I don't know, ego. Mm. Yeah, we're not like that at all. Where do you see yourself with uh, funky fashion products in the next two to three years? Um, what we, We've talked about this, Gavin, and I suppose myself and Mike, we have done a lot of promotion for a lot of different um, fashion businesses and fashion lines. Um, we are becoming, we're being educated all the time, as in what women want, um, what sells, um, where fashion is going, where social media is going. And I suppose long term, we would maybe, maybe like to launch a range of, be it, you know, fashion accessories and jewellery, and maybe in the long term into um, an online clothing fashion, a live fashion line. That's interesting. That's where we'd love to see it going. That's the, the pinnacle of, you know, if you're to say, what's your goal? That's where, and I suppose, en route to there, we're being educated, as I say, we now know what sells, we know what doesn't, mm. because we're getting all the feedback from boutiques and whatever, you know, so yeah. You would be able to deliver a masterclass on how to grow a social media site and a, and a, and a social media page with Facebook. There's a lot of well, SMEs you. and entrepreneurs out there who obviously look to use social media as a platform for advertising, for marketing. Yes. A lot of them find it hard to find a foothold, to yes. find an audience and build an audience and sustain an audience with, with something we're familiar with here in, in the Chronicle, obviously, and yes. we work hard at it too. Yes. What advice would you give to anybody who would be listening in in terms of you know how to engage their uh, their readers or, or the potential readers? Yeah, well, I think it's very important to um, really get to know who your client is and aim at that. Like I suppose at the moment, probably Facebook would be our biggest um, threshold, um, our biggest audience because it's that you know twenty five to fifty, you know, so. Facebook is our big thing at the moment. Instagram is growing for us. Um, I think it's important to get to know your market and to aim at your market. And, you know, uh, speaking to other people in business, it's also, there are fabulous people out there who manage people's social media and whatever. And these people can have great, great ideas and really work it for people. Mm. And it's worth investing in that. But of course, especially in your line of business as well, there's nothing like the face-to-face -face meeting and making contacts and getting out there and meeting Absolutely. people at all points Absolutely. as well. Absolutely. Yes, and, and being familiar with people. And, you know, we've been at so many events and initially having people come up to you who recognise you from a Facebook page and you have people at races and fashion events and they're coming up and you kind of get to realise then, you kind of say, you know, we are reaching a huge audience here, mm. you know. And um, it happened. We're very lucky. We are a great threshold for other businesses. That's why we love supporting. And if a boutique or one, an individual, a designer, a jewellery designer, if they contact us, we'll post for them. Mm. We certainly will. And they get the feedback then through our audience, which is great. Um, I suppose the the next question I was going to ask you was, which you've, you've, you've probably already answered it, but for, for anybody that, that, that is, is looking for style advice or yes. uh, you know advice on, on accessories or anything like that, um, and they're maybe a little bit reticent about uh, getting onto the Facebook page or anything like that, what, 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 what advice do you have for people, I suppose, what are your basic do's and don'ts? The basic do's and don'ts. Well, as you're saying, if you have that client, we'll call them, that person who is shy off the social media thing and if there's a woman or a man who needs 
needs style advice or feels that it would help the confidence and um, that's one thing from doing the bit of styling that I do we both do personal shopping and um, when we have time to fit in those appointments and it's about you know for somebody who doesn't have the confidence it isn't a good investment to spend maybe two hours with somebody who can tell you what suits you what doesn't suit you what to steer to and what to steer from where to spend money in your wardrobe um, your staple pieces for a man or a woman there are staple wardrobe pieces as we always say there's no point spending for a woman 500 euro on a gold glittery dress and buying a cheap coat invest in the good coat invest in the wardrobe staples it's where to spend money in your wardrobe anybody like myself or mike who does the personal styling they will give you that advice and it is amazing you know, when you go into a big store with a woman, mainly nine out of ten of our clients would be women. We would receive private messages on our blog from men saying, I, I have a wedding, um, I'm a bit overweight, I'd be conscious of, can I wear a waistcoat? If it fits you properly, you can wear it. You know. Yeah. Is, the, is the personal shopping, is that is, is that a big offshoot of what you do? But I, I can imagine that if it is, it's quite a time-consuming one It's time-consuming, yes. And again, you know, we would fit in appointments. Um, to be honest, my base for that would have been through the salon, would be clients from the salon who have said, look, Paul, I have a wedding, I'm kind of stuck here. And you would do it, you know, for somebody like that. I can see there is a huge market for it, yes. There are mm. people out there who would take that help. And it's a very private, personal thing, you know, mm. yeah. Okay, Paul, listen, that's fantastic. Pleasure to be thanks, here. Thanks very much for that, for being our first guest on uh, Mind Your Own Business podcast with me, Chronicle, and uh, look forward to talking to you again next week. As I say, thanks a million. So that's it from Mind Your Own Business for this week. We hope you've enjoyed it, and don't be afraid to share or retweet us. For more on our guest today, please check out this week's Mead Chronicle business page. And remember, if you'd like to feature in Mind Your Own Business podcast, please drop me a line there at news at meadchronicle.ie. Talk to you next week, folks.